one. Welcome back. Um, this is ECA on the mic, episode four. We're excited um, to have you all back listening on all your uh, respective platforms. Um, we got an exciting episode today. Um, we have a special guest coming on in a little bit here. Um, but just to uh, give you guys a little rundown of the episode, we're going to go through um, a few topics and then invite our guests on here in a little bit. So, um, yeah, so the first thing I want to uh, just shout out real quick is um, Boardwalk, um, the Super Smash Brothers uh, MSU Club uh, tournament coming up in just two weeks, February 17th here, which is very exciting. I'm very excited about that. They've got, I believe, um, also Pokemon Club, um, Pokemon TCG is going to be there featured, um, running an event as well as... I believe. Oh, there's another club. Smash Melee. And... Melee. No, yeah, Splatoon's Melee. not going. Splatoon's Melee not will going. be there. And Ultimate. Yep. Melee, Ultimate, and Pokemon. So that's gonna be a very um exciting time. Make sure you register for that um through start dot gg I believe um MSU Boardwalk. There's yeah, very exciting. Fee. With Edric fee, yep, of course. Um, they got all the details on the page there uh, for you guys to see. And then after that, uh, we got um, ECA LAN yeah. in the works. Mm -hmm. I would call it being planned. Uh, that'll be coming up around April. So keep your eye out for announcements about that. Mm -hmm. That'll be exciting. We'll have as many clubs as we can fit in ComArts there. Mm -hmm. um, and it'll be a full day, 12 hours, 10 to 10 p.m. of fun. So definitely yeah. look out for the 24 Spring LAN. Yeah, we're definitely looking to make that. Um, the best land yet. A lot of uh, hands on deck to try and make sure that that's going to be, you know, the best event possible. That's improving every uh, every semester that we do it. So very excited. Keep your um, eyes out for that one. And then uh, next is uh, the MSU Rainbow Six Siege uh, competitive teams. I believe it's MSU Green Team that is uh, competing um, this week actually. But by the time this episode comes out. Um, the competition will already happen, but they're playing a U of M this right. Thursday. Um, so that should be exciting. Hopefully, uh, by the time this comes out, they were successful. Um, still going on in bracket. So yeah, make sure you um, catch them and just uh, the whole competition in general. It's the Midwest um, Rainbow Six Siege uh, competition, collegiate competition. A whole bunch of uh, Midwest colleges competing there. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, make sure you're supporting your Spartans. And then next... Lastly, uh, the reminder notification that the Walmart's Alienware Gaming Lounge is open for reservations. Now, mm -hmm. disclaimer, that's not run by ECA. Um, we have no control over that or anything. You're not going to come to us if you want to go in it. You do have to like reserve some time in there right now, but as a student. Um, but otherwise, you know, you can. There is a spe uh, specific Discord server for it, so you're not going to do that in the ECA Discord. You can actually find in our announcements channel. Um, under org announcements, the invite link to the MSU Sports Discord server, and that's where you're going to be able to find more information about the lounge, as well as, I believe, reserve time in there to go hang out and play. So for sure, check that out. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then, um, yeah, so those are all the uh, announcements we have so far. Um, next, I will try and get our special guest on in here. In just a second. Um, yeah. Small pause. Okay. 
Yo, we're back, and we have a special guest, Ray Boy P of R MSU RTS Club. Welcome, welcome. How you Hi. doing, Ray? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Nice. Uh, it's a sure. little late at night to have this, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or apologies, but um, college schedules. What can you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So just kind of um, explain to us um, yeah, what is RTS Club? Kind of how long have you guys been around? What do you guys do? That type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, I mean, just to introduce myself again, my name's Preston, um, and then I go by the the tag uh, Rayboy P, and uh, I'm the president of the RTS club here at Michigan State, which, mm -hmm. just to, you know, get out there, RTS stands for Real-Time Strategy Game. Yep. Um, so, uh, generally, when talking about that uh the big ones are usually referred to are age of empires and mm. um starcraft um, okay. so a lot of people a lot of people honestly played age of empires when when it was um, popular like 10 years ago ish um but it, it's still pretty relevant today um and then starcraft is definitely like the the big rts game that uh is is still popular today um but then in, in addition we also um you know, branch out a bit. We play Paradox interactive games, um, so that includes things like Europa Universalis Four, uh, Hearts of Iron Four is a big one. So these are like historical, um, real time strategy games where you know generally uh, you usually a lot of people play them in single player, um, but in multiplayer um, you kind of just leave the the timer on constantly. Um, which kind of makes it like like a real time strategy game. Whereas if you're playing by yourself, you can just pause whenever you want. Um, but once you play with multiple people, you kind of just have to leave it running. So it kind of fits into the the real time strategy game club um, theme. So we we include it, and those are also really popular uh, with us too. Okay, cool. Which is your favorite? So I think. Um, my favorite competitive one has to be StarCraft II. Um, I really like watching the, the pros play that and then also um, playing it myself is a lot of fun. Um, but my favorite overall game is probably European Universalis IV. It's like a Renaissance and colonial era um, history uh, paradox game. So um, that's the one probably like my favorite overall. Okay. And then, so as far as the club is concerned, how long has um, RTS Club been a thing at, at MSU? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not too sure about the, the history of the club, uh, oh. honestly. Um, it was here when I started four years ago. Okay. Um, I know that at least. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't get involved with it too much until um, my second year. Uh, I started going to some of the meetings, and then third year I was the vice president, and now um, mm. for this year I've been the president. Um, so yeah, definitely like I don't know much about the history pre-COVID or anything, um, but I do know there's it's it's been around for a while, and I've just mm. got handed to me at this point. So okay, cool, nice. Um, how often do you guys meet, or is it more of like a like a over Discord online thing, or is it in person? What is that like? Yeah, so we usually meet uh, once a week on Thursdays. Um, okay. We meet at the, the MSU Library Digital Multimedia Center. It's a pretty nice place. Um, okay. I wasn't aware of it until uh, like 
this year when I was really trying to look for a room to have our meetings in and discovered it or someone told me about it. So um, it's it's nice area, you know, just has a bunch of computers with games on them, um, which is basically all we need. Um, so we have our weekly meetings Thursdays from 6 to 9 p.m. there. Um, and generally, right, we uh, most people come in person, um, but we also try and keep it uh, as open to being hybrid as possible. Um, so some people are able to join online and, you know, join in on the games as well. Um, so, you know, we, we try and keep that open as well. Not a lot of clubs can do that where they hybrids. So that's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely, um, you know, if you're playing like uh, a game like StarCraft or Age of Empires, um, usually those games are so like, APM and like focus intensive that you're you're generally not like talking um, for most of them. Like if you're if you're on a team with someone, then you might like um, you know try and communicate like coordinate with them. Um, but especially you know if you're going against someone or whatever, you're you're not going to be talking very much. Um, but in the the paradox interactive games, they're very heavily role play um, focused because you're like kind of playing as a country and you know role playing what they would do. Um, so those ones it's like. You know, you're, you're going to be talking with a lot of people, negotiating, doing diplomacy, because um, in that game, it's like it's not about, you know, beating the other person necessarily. You know, you got to negotiate them when try and like organize borders and stuff like that. Um, so there it's like communication is a lot more um, key for that. But we found a pretty good method. You know, we all just join in on the discord chat um, and anyone who's online can like communicate through one speaker with everyone who's in person and they can like kind of still hear everyone who's there in person. Um, mm. so. Nice. Um, is there uh, any, I guess, competitions or like um, events on the horizon that you would like to shout out or just anything going on with the club that people should look out for, you think? Yeah, so um, we'll definitely be at the, the LAN. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to be doing there, but I think... Um, I think it's going to be a bit, I mean, it really depends on if they're, you know, willing to do it. But I think um, this time we're going to be trying to do like a, a bit more like semi-competitive at least. You know, something that might not necessarily a tournament, but something that like really brings in, you know, people who play the game um, mm-hmm. at like a high level, right? Because um, yeah. I feel like that's one of the things. Like a lot of people who play this game, there's, um, you know... I feel like it's it's this way with a, a lot of games as well. Um, but it's just like when there's a skill gap between people, it's just like hard, hard for them to to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like uh, kind of trying to like get people who you know are are good at it um, to join, but also having some way to like kind of make it you know fun for other people mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we have that, but also. Um, Kind of uh, our big event is um, every semester we actually do a StarCraft II match versus um, the University of Michigan. Um, So what that entails is we select, uh, you know, a a range of players. Last semester, I think it was four players. um, And then we basically have them go against each other in like 1v1s in StarCraft II. Um, So that's kind of like our our big, uh, you know, biggest event that we run. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and right now I'm still trying to plan it out for uh, this semester because mainly the, the big thing is getting a room. Um, but right now we're looking at uh, March 16th for that date. Um, okay. So that'll be fun because um, we're going to have like people come over from the University of Michigan and meet mm-hmm. up so we can play in person. Yeah, um, sure. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Is there, um, I don't know, maybe it's too early, but uh, potential for like that to be streamed anywhere or yes. watch, possibly? Yeah, okay. So as long as everything goes good, um, it's going to be streamed by Winter Gaming, um, which he's a, a you know pretty popular StarCraft II streamer. Um, so I'm not sure exactly. I think he used to like live in Michigan mm-hmm. um, and he's attended some of the events in, in the past too. Um, so it, as long as the, the date and everything works with him, we're planning on coordinating with him to have him stream it. So, you know, mm-hmm. like last semester, we kind of screwed up and like planned everything a bit late. Um, so we couldn't get him, but like the semesters before this, we've had that. And then we've had like, you know, hundreds of concurrent viewers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Being able to like yeah, reach definitely... out and engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought it was interesting you mentioned earlier just about like how to kind of incorporate um, that kind of competitive aspect with also kind of like a more like inviting um, atmosphere. That's definitely something that uh, at least in, in a lot of the mainstream esports can be hard to get into. There's always like yeah. seems to be like a skill gap for most games. Um, so, yeah, definitely trying to think of ways in the future that we can like better cross that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that gap. Um, yeah, I mean. Hmm. Yeah, what well, one thing with like RTS games is a lot of times you can have teams. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, when we have a lot of people there, it's like we could like group off and do one v ones or whatever. But that's generally right. We could do that whenever. Um, so a lot of times we do like team based things, and then it's like you can kind of balance it out by having you know the the skill levels of the players balance out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a lot of times what we'll do is either you know try and make teams. Or we'll just like go as a team and group up and then queue on to like unranked. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It definitely is like a bridge the gap between uh, mm-hmm. newer player and veteran player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, keep like that like learning circle so people the learning environment makes sense. Um, well, I'm on all all out of questions. Unless Mason, you have any? I. I've never played StarCraft. I wanted to ask. I, I've seen, like, videos, mm-hmm. but I really um don't fully know how it works. And so for, like, those listening, so don't kind of, like, what is the basic game? Yeah, so, um, honestly, like, RTS games, um, they're kind of like base builder games where generally the, the gameplay breaks down into two things, which are called macroing and microing. Um, so macroing is basically like managing your economy and building buildings and building your units. And basically, you know, it, it's like creating the army that you're going to fight with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is microing, which is controlling that army to try and fight your opponent and do that. Um, so the general gameplay loop is you start out the game and you try and build up your economy, you try and build up a lot of strong units, get like upgrades for them so they fight better. Um, and then eventually go and fight your opponent. Um, you know, at kind of at the low level, honestly, a lot of the times it divulges into both players build up one big army fight, and whoever wins that one battle 
wins. Um, but as you get higher level and everything, like, people start splitting up their army um, and attacking in like smaller groups during like hit and run strategies, like uh, harassing, um, like taking their attention uh, away from other areas. Um, but yeah, in, in general, it's like, you know, build up a big army and go and fight the other person with it. Um, that's really so that's kind of what Starcraft is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like real time strategy games they combine, um, like two two of my favorite things about games. Um, so like I'm a big just in general strategy gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously real time strategy games are strategy because you have to like plan out uh, what units you're gonna build and you know how how greedy you're gonna fit get into building your economy and how to counter your opponent. Um, but you know I like other other strategy games like there's a lot of turn-based strategy games like Civilization um, or, you know, like other base-building games. Like, I've been recently been playing a lot of Factorio. is a, a fun one. Um, so I'm definitely, you know, like a huge strategy game fan, like, you know, having to think about what I'm doing and plan out um, and everything. But the other thing is, like, it's, it's a game that really requires 100% focus and attentiveness and can, like, reward like good good ability um like finesse mm. like the the better you can like the quicker you can move around and the better you can control your units it rewards that um so those are like two of my favorite aspects of the game um you know I, the the other game i i play a lot actually is uh super smash brothers melee um mm-hmm. so you can see like a, a game like that it's very you know in, intensive like um i don't know um like control wise you have to be able to you know move your fingers exactly how you need to and that's something in rts games that um is very important as well like the pros get up to like 500 actions per minute um and what they're doing Um, that's crazy so yeah yeah it's like i mean they're hitting i mean you think about that that, that's for like really short bursts but that's like you know almost if you at 600 apm that's like 10 actions per minute um per second i mean um so it's like i mean but that's like you know you're clicking you're pressing like five different hotkeys and using spells and stuff so just game now yeah yeah um that brings up another question uh what would you say is probably like for someone that's new to like kind of real-time strategy games what would you say is like probably like the first like kind of barrier to entry um and then how would someone like traverse that i think yeah so definitely like the the first barrier to entry is just um i would say usually having having like a a game plan um going Mm -hmm. into the match um so it's like you kind of need to know in general what you're going to do and then be able to Mm -hmm. adapt it um a bit better but if you don't have like that baseline um so like I think in in general, right? Like I'm not amazing at these games, but I'm honestly pretty decent at like a, a wide variety of them because I have a good like general bait like game plan going in, um, mm-hmm. where it's generally generally right. Like you you try and get a really good economy, and you try and like build as many units as possible, right? Like mm-hmm. um, what one big thing like new players do a lot of times is they'll float their resources. So you're like gathering, you know, you get a good economy and you start getting a lot of like money and resources in. But if you're not spending that, 
then it's just sitting there and doing nothing for you. Um, so like one of the things I try and focus on is like always try and spend the money as it comes in. Um, and that like holds really well into like um, different games. Like in Starcraft, that's a really big thing. And like Age of Empires, that's a really big thing. And even in like Paradox Interactive games, it's like if you're, if you're just like keep your money um, around, it's like you need to spend it in order to start making more money. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, just having a, like a general game plan uh, mm-hmm. of what you're going to do. Um, but obviously, like with these games, it's just like you're going to get destroyed by someone who's better than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, there's there's nothing you can do about it um, until you, you, you know, start leveling up and everything. So mm-hmm. it's definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the learning curve, the beginning learning curve is pretty steep. Sounds pretty steep for like StarCraft, at least. but yeah, I mean, I think one thing about like um, StarCraft does really good is it has like a, a campaign. Um, that's like one of the one of the things that like really helps make like some RTSs really popular and others not is like there's like single player campaigns um, that are like popular to play as. Um, so even honestly, like if you can beat the campaign on like the hardest difficulty, it's like you'll be better than on like fifty percent of people who play the game. Um, they have a way, like get you into the game, you know, mm-hmm. get you the ropes before you're out there playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, there's like always the like you know when you play ranked mode and then eventually you get put into whatever your like skill level is. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Well, um, yeah. If there's anything else uh, you want to shout out, I um, feel free. Oh, another Would question. Would you say balloons tower defense? Um, balloons tower defense. When you're, so... I would say more specific. Like, I think base playing the game maybe less playing against other players or even uh, they have the so, like, boss balloon stuff. If you're balloons tower defense battles, yes, I, I'm a, I'm a balloons connoisseur. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We love balloons. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, definitely. Um, I I wouldn't call. I mean, like it's a, it's a tower defense game. I would call it a strategy game. Um, and I would even call like balloons tower defense battles too, a real time strategy game maybe. Um, but I wouldn't call just the the base game a real time strategy game. Weird gray uh, area with the boss balloon where they have competition get like the quickest time. Um, mm-hmm. or maybe it's I, I don't remember what the leaderboard marker is but mm-hmm. where you can group up and do it as a team it's like I would do it with me and three other friends we would try to be like yeah. min-maxing our like board basically mm-hmm. uh, like all farming and then all selling to one person to get like one or just stuff yeah. like that would that be real? I mean you can always pause in that oh that's true oh. so um, that's fair that ruins yeah that. And and yeah, I don't know. That definitely like it, it's it's definitely like real time is the is the real blurry part Astrid. there. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like yeah, I mean like the the paradox interactive games like you can technically pause them, um, but you know we don't like once you're playing in multiplayer you don't do that. So mm-hmm. um, did not I totally forgot about the that definitely removes the real time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that just effectively kills the real time. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and that's a, that's the thing where like when you're when you're playing these games a lot of times you you do not have time to kind of like sit back and like think things through um you have to like react in in real time yeah um and you know it's like respond to what they're doing you, um, you don't have time to read <laughs> yeah yeah um well and the thing too like one thing i would say that's that's definitely different um like a, a big difference from something like balloons versus um a rts game is if you play the same map in like balloons a million times it'll be the exact same every single time um so there's no real adapting um to what you're doing there whereas when you're playing this rts game you're playing against someone else and you have to respond to what they're doing um mm -hmm. so it's like that that real time adaptation and everything mm -hmm. in games um is there like say like environmental rng where it's like um kind of like I, maybe is there something like weather or like resource uh like nodes kind of thing where it's like oh i got lucky like i got a close one or is it so like purely in, in starcraft there is like no rng at all um now maybe there's like some tiny tiny things but in in general there's nothing um one game that there's a lot of RNG in actually is Age of Empires. Um, and that comes from that the, the maps in Age of Empires are actually randomly generated um, each, each mm -hmm. time you play. Um, so they're generally set up to be like really balanced um, to try and like have everything balanced, but they are like, um, you know, random and sometimes can screw over one person definitely more than the other. Uh, but in like StarCraft, it's like the, the map is the exact same um like there's different maps but like each map will always be the same uh when mm -hmm. you play on it assuming it's symmetrical then yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i uh, like one cool thing about that is like starcraft is like a, a really old game i think it's like over 10 years old now um well starcraft 2 specifically starcraft is even older it came out like before i was born um so uh but like starcraft 2 uh is quite old but they have um like community built maps uh that's are really... very popular um there mm -hmm. okay so would you consider um clash royale the mobile game to be a real-time strategy <laughs> yeah I, w I would consider clash royale yeah. to be a real-time strategy <laughs> okay i was wondering um, an important yeah. question yeah you play important. clash Royale? <laughs> no. no i do not play clash royale i'm not a, i'm not a mobile game I I'll, I'll admit it. Then like logged on. Mm. Yeah, I was just wondering. Um. But yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, if you have anything else you want to shout out about your club, go ahead. Um, Disrupt. You said you meet up every Thursday at what mm -hmm. time again? Uh, six to nine p.m. Nine club. PM at the MSU library, right? Uh huh. Mm hmm. Okay. For okay. digital. Did yeah. You need to... yeah yeah cool yeah all i guess right. uh, yeah shout outs to all, all the other members of the club mm -hmm. um and hopefully uh hopefully we'll find some more eboard members uh, <laughs> that's that's one thing we're struggling with right now so you always... but, uh, yeah, yeah yeah definitely if you're interested in um real-time strategy games look into the club see if yeah. there's maybe a eboard role you could fill Definitely be like the Clash Royale section. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we have our own Discord. Um, I don't know if, if, if I could like include that in the description of the video. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's generally where we do most of our communication and everything. So. Mm-hmm. You can also oh, yeah. find it in the club directory. Mm-hmm. Not there. Yeah. Yeah, it should be MSU RTS Club. Yep. All right, well, thank you for um, joining the podcast. Um, yeah, welcome again anytime. Um, yep. Any All right, guys. So, yeah. So, yeah, well, um, thank you to the listeners for listening and uh, the YouTube viewers for watching. Um, we'll have this episode out hopefully by next week. Trying to get a schedule to get them out. Like, around Tuesdays, I think we're going to try and settle on Tuesdays having them out. So, yeah, um, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Alrighty.